what's that process look like from when you start to as you're growing the business to be going from like being super hands-on to getting to a place where you're not as hands-on i wouldn't say won't say full-fledged hands-off right because you still have to oversee and delegate and things of mm -hmm. that nature what does that pro what did that process look like for you and on average what does it look like for some of your students as well coming into the business so i think it depends on you and what you have going on right so we became, I know you asked about gradually, but we became fully hands-off when our baby came. Okay. We're like a month before, we're like, all right, it's time to get operations management in place. We need not to be involved at all. Mm -hmm. And that was between go month, year five to six, right? Did it need to take so long? Absolutely not, mm -hmm. right? So I think month seven is when we started to get a virtual assistant just to answer the phone. Because mm -hmm. at that point, it was like, we were both working. And if we're losing calls, we're losing money. Facts. So we needed to at least do that. Now they're just answering the calls. We may deal with other, we probably were, we're still dealing with the contractors hitting us up if they had an issue. Mm -hmm. And then gradually we hired a virtual assistant company to then take care of like, all right, call the company if there's an issue and they'll transfer the information to us. And then gradually we're like, okay, now we need an operations manager to kind of handle that to the point that we meet with the operations manager an hour a week. And so we're, we don't, and we're they, they do everything. They do everything. Gotcha. And we also have like, before we brought in virtual assistants to work with our company now mm -hmm. too. So we have two of those and then her, and then it's us. So, but it took us, it took us five, a while, six five, years six years to, get years to do that. Right. But it doesn't need to take that long. Right, I think we were not. just holding on to it. Cause we were like, you know, a lot of times you think, well, nobody's going to get to understand how do I train them? All these things. And it's like, it ain't that deep. Like gotcha. they can understand. You can teach somebody to do what you're doing. Was that why so, it was so hard and took so long for you guys to bring people in? Because that's a problem I think most entrepreneurs deal with, right? Mm -hmm. Like your business is your baby, right? So mm -hmm. naturally, we all come in thinking nobody else is going to be able to do what I right. do as good as me. <laughs> and we try and wear 15 different hats. Yep. But it on the flip side, it's like you can only do that for so long before to where it gets to the point where you're actually hurting your business more than yep. you're helping it, right? Mm -hmm. So was that the biggest reason for why it took so long for you guys where it's like, I don't know, you're second well, guessing know. it? It was, I think a lot of it was just us being fearful that nobody could do yeah. it like us. And I think a lot of, like even in the cleaning companies we work with, mom and pop shops, they don't ever grow because they have to have their hands on everything. It's yeah. like, no one can clean like me. That's an absolute lie because you're not that good, number one. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, they feel like no one could do it. And if you have a C, you have to have a CEO mindset where, as a CEO, if we all work nine to fives, and if you haven't worked at a nine to five, just think about this. So a CEO, did, he, maybe at one point he did do your job. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Probably maybe. not. Most of the time, <laughs> they have never done your job. So if you call out today, mm -hmm. will the CEO leave their office and come sit in your seat and do your job today? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. So why can't we think about that as being a business owner mm -hmm. and an entrepreneur? As a CEO, it's like... We don't have to be able to, we don't have to do everything and keep everything to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you what happened after we left the business. So our daughter was born. Mm -hmm. We hired an operations manager and the very next month, we had the highest month in the business. Ever. Ever. Crazy. <laughs> the very next month. Yeah. Crazy. We released the reins. We allowed her, we allowed her control. That was amazing. And that was it. <laughs> it's been but up. it didn't take, it didn't have to take us five years to get there. No. We were just so afraid. This is our first business. No one can do it like us. And then I think also it's two of us. So we kind of, like, all right, you can handle it. If you can't handle it, mm -hmm. I can handle it. It ain't that bad. Mm -hmm. We can manage it. Um, and so that that played into it also. Yeah, but, but now 
any business, I'm like, okay, we putting somebody in place to win because right, 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 right. the point of a business is for you not to work the way you were working at a nine to five, right? right? You know what I mean? I don't, you're not supposed to, yes, you're involved, but mm-hmm. not to that point. You right. can work on other, on a, other tasks. Right. So, yeah. yeah beautiful. <laughs> Once again, like I said, I think that's, that's a message. Somebody needed to hear that, right? Because there's somebody that's like, <laughs> I don't have to do everything in my business. Like, you bro, don't. no, you actually don't, right? Mm-hmm. And to your point, the fact that literally a month after getting just one person in, then resulted in your high, the highest grossing month at that point in time? Yeah. At that point, Crazy. yeah. So last That's... year, she was born February 28th. So March or April. Crazy. Yeah. And that right? was like, I think we did 60000 that month. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And Absolutely. it was like, we didn't have to wait that long to, not even just the, the revenue that we did that month, just the time back. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're only meeting one hour a week. Mm-hmm. And that's only because like, I still want to meet with you. And I'm, at some point, we may just scale that up a little bit more, just kind of see what's happening and help right. her get the help that she needs. But mm-hmm. aside from that, it's like, it just took us too long to get there. Took too long to and get there. And it was yeah. just, I think a lot of it was just fear. I'm curious to know, 2020, that's when the pandemic happened, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. How did that affect the business? Because for me, cleaning is a need-based business. Like everybody needs something clean, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, all right, either your business took a little bit of a slump or I was probably, you know, some of the best performing months that you guys have had. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about whether it was you, whether your students, what that was, that experience was like as we were navigating through that. So at that time, we didn't have students, by the way. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, no, at that early point of, of uh, COVID, we didn't have students. But mm-hmm. um, yes, the numbers went down, but we lived in Dallas. And so Texas didn't, cle- didn't keep stuff closed for too long. Let's be clear. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but we're closed in March. I think it was back open to May. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, business slowed down. Uh, we took a dip, but two, three months later, we went back up in mm-hmm. May. So it was a dip in, for two months, but it also was considered a, what was it called? A essential business, a, essential business. Cleaning was considered an essential business. Yeah. So you could still be in the roads and doing things. And I know a lot of people thought, well, I would assume you guys were doing COVID cleanings type of thing. Cause that became a, a trending thing. <laughs> thing. And we're like, one, we work with contractors. So I don't know what you have, like right. supplies wise. Two, what is a COVID cleaning? What they does that mean? They were just making really? it up at that point. Um, it really meant you're just kind of spraying things down, mm-hmm. like in a big motion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we took a plunge for maybe about two, three months, but that just meant like we paused our virtual assistant stuff. Mm-hmm. We paused, like we're like we can answer the phones because they ain't ringing much really. Right. Um, and the way that it works with contractors, they only get paid when they do jobs, so we weren't losing money in any shape or form. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was really it. Yeah. And then one of the, one of the things we did was once they gave us the, the green light for being essential workers, we turned our marketing back on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we turned it off yeah, when it they was like, mm-hmm. nobody could work in March. Mm-hmm. In April, we turned our marketing back on. And I don't know if you, it was this article, it was either, it was either Louis Vuitton or Gucci or something. And one of the worst things they did during the pandemic was turn their marketing off, like their ads and everything off. And they... It was Louis Vuitton, one of those big companies. They was competing against each other, and they turned their marketing off during the pandemic. And so they haven't been able to catch up since. Mm-hmm. But one of the things mm-hmm. we did was we turned our marketing, we down. turned the marketing down, and then we turned it back up mm-hmm. during the pandemic. So mm-hmm. once we realized that, I think we had a right after we turned it back up, we had like a fifty thousand dollar month, and we were like, okay, we got something here. We're still going strong. We're mm-hmm. st- the business is still growing, mm-hmm. and that's when we said, okay, we can start teaching people this stuff. We started mm-hmm. hopping on live and started just sharing the game. But that was one of the shifts we made. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I want to switch gears here because, like I said in the introduction, this is TMFS history. <laughs> I've had, I've had, I've had married men on here. I've had married women on here, but I've never had both. A married couple, never. Mm-hmm. At the that's, same time. that's um Anthony's thing. He feels like we should do almost everything together because he's just like it's beautiful. 
One, okay, yes, it's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> but outside of that, he's just like, I feel like we're just so much more powerful together. 100%. And yes, there's couples that operate together. He's like, but there's not a lot. So we can stand out in that way as well. So right. different well, perspectives. I'm more of a, let's go get to work. Let's do it. And she's like, I don't know if we need to do that right now. <laughs> so now let's like trucking. So, so watch this, right? Let's talk about that then. Because what I've come to realize in my experience in just seeing how the best partnerships work, whether it's in business or it's platonic, romantic, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. It's usually when you have two individuals that come together and their skill sets are, your your strengths are the other person's respective weaknesses and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So for you two, I'm curious to know what are your complementary strengths that fill his weaknesses and what are your strengths that fill her weaknesses as well? And that's the biggest thing that we say of how we're able to work as business partners. What you just said, knowing your strengths and weaknesses. Right, right, right. Um, so for me, my weaknesses would be the technology and anything with that. And he's okay. an IT guy, so it works out perfectly. Gotcha. One, I don't really have the patience to learn it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I probably can, but I just don't have the patience. And I'm like, oh, he knows it. So why? Why do I even bother? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the other part of it, my strengths would be being a people person and um, taking that part on. So when we were running the business, he would handle the website and any technical issues, that stuff like that. I would handle all the contractors and angry customers because he would be like, all right, so you want your money back? Fine, I'll send it back. That's him. <laughs> what are we talking about and here? And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, first of all, I ain't sending nobody their money back. You ain't getting a full reimbursement. But let's find out what the issue is. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's how we kind of operate with me being more of the people person And I wouldn't say behind the scenes, but just more of the technology. Thank you for tapping in with us again. As you know, we always ask if you guys can please, please go ahead and leave us five-star review. Go ahead and write something if you're enjoying what we speak about. If you listen to us week to week, please be sure to let us know. That helps us to continue to grow and for other people to listen to our show as well. We appreciate it.